InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Unless you've been living a sheltered life for the past several years, you've probably noticed a surge in popularity of an old-time game, poker. But unlike past years, poker today has become a big phenomenon. And unfortunately, it's helping to promote teenage gambling. We welcome to InfoTrack Keith White, Executive Director of the National Council on Problem Gambling. Keith, how serious a problem are we talking about with teenage gambling here? Well, I think in your intro you made an important point that the Internet is merely a new means of accessing an old form of gambling. So we know that kids have always been risk takers. We know that they've always been gambling. Early surveys in the 90s showed that roughly 30% of kids, for example, had played the lottery. But today, when you look at the statistics, a survey in 2005 found that when you did the averages, 600,000 kids between the ages of 14 and 22 were gambling on the Internet in the past week. You know, obviously this is a bad sign because it can lead to all kinds of addiction in, in that area. What can be done, do you think, to counter this growth? In some ways, for this addiction, we're exploring new and uncharted territory. You know, we drink basically the same way and the same type of things we drank 2,000 years ago. The ways that we gamble are changing by the week, if not by the minute. So there's some really interesting questions with how we're dealing with these addictions in the modern age, but some of our typical prevention strategies may not be effective. But in terms of prevention and education, we would say there's four things that, for example, parents and teachers need to know. Mm -hmm. Know the law, know the risks of gambling, know the warning signs of a gambling problem, and know where to get help. In terms of gambling for teenagers versus the other problem areas they could get into, the other addictive areas such as drinking and drugs, smoking, how does gambling compare with those folks? We believe that there's a lot of overlap. For example, kids that are doing risk-taking, they start gambling somewhere between 10 and 12 years old. So our small studies seem to show that kids start gambling earlier than all the rest of the risk-taking behaviors and that kids who gamble are much more likely to engage in those other risk-taking behaviors. So in a sense, gambling may be a gateway to other risk-taking behavior. It's certainly a good predictor of other risk-taking behaviors. But obviously, when you start to talk about risk-taking, we've always known there's a lot of overlap. And, for example, a, a large study in, of Delaware, public students found that kids who gambled were 50% more likely to binge drink and three to four times more likely to smoke marijuana. And they also had higher rates of other risk-taking behavior, unsafe sex, delinquency. But I think the important thing is that gambling can be done with so little outlay, buying a deck of cards, going on the Internet, it starts earlier and it may be a big predictor of other risk-taking behavior that people are more familiar with, that they are more concerned about. We're talking on InfoTrack with Keith White, Executive Director of the National Council on Problem Gambling, and we're talking about the issue of teen poker and kids getting into gambling before they should and might lead to other addictive behaviors. Obviously, kids, teenagers especially, love video games and computer games and that whole genre. How much are we talking Internet or computers versus just playing regular old cards at a table? We know that there are a number of computer games that include gambling elements. And of concern for us is that many of these games, that having gambling activity does not necessarily mean the game is rated adult. 
many of these games are rated T for teen or you know even lower because the manufacturers feel that if you can't access live gambling online, for example, if you're quote unquote just playing poker for credits, then that doesn't really constitute hardcore gambling activity. So I think there's some issues there with even traditional video gaming, and I think parents would be surprised at the amount of gambling that goes on, even with games that seem to have nothing to do with gambling. I think when you start looking at the internet, what we see now, especially with youth, is an enormous amount of play for fun sites. Many of the big internet casinos develop these sites as a way to get around advertising bans. So they could say, well, there's no money exchange, so this is not really gambling. Well, it's the behavior we're concerned about, not necessarily the loss of money. You know, if this is an addictive behavior, we're concerned about people doing it, regardless of if they have stakes. You know, if they have money on the line, and they can get into some real dangerous thinking about their ability to control the game, their ability to constantly win. We've heard some very limited anecdotal evidence, but very scary, that some of these play-for-free sites may not have true odds. In other words, it may encourage people, especially kids, to believe that their chances of winning are a lot better than they actually are by subtly skewing the game in the player's favor on the free sites. Of course, when you go over to the play for pay, the odds are against you as they are with all traditional and true gambling opportunities. Sure. Now, in terms of the whole culture of Vegas and adult gambling and all of that, that seems to be permeating our culture a lot more than it used to in terms of TV shows and movies and such. Is that also having an influence? Do you think? We think it's having a tremendous influence. With the halfway decent cable system, you can watch poker now 24 hours a day. Equally, or even more importantly, is the glamorization of gambling in general. Currently, poker in particular. You know, there's celebrities, and I think even the names of these shows, the Celebrity Poker Tour, you know, Poker Stars, the World Series of Poker. The Today Show reported that、uh, the World Series of Poker is now the third most popular TV program for males between the ages of 18 and 24.、Mm. So it's had enormous impact on the kids. And what we're concerned about is not so much that it's enormously culturally popular, but that there's such a tremendous lack of responsible gaming. I mean, could you imagine the World Series of tequila shots that wouldn't have huge messages for mothers against drunk driving? You know, don't do this at home. You know, addiction can be a problem. We see almost no responsible gaming messaging on these shows. No warning signs. No indications that hey, this might not be legal in your jurisdiction. If I'm a parent and I'm concerned that my child might be getting into this, what would be some warning signs, and what should I do? The classic warning signs you can break down into preoccupation, tolerance, and loss of control. Preoccupation is obvious. It's you know they may have had other outside interests, boyfriends, girlfriends, sports. You know now they seem to be preoccupied with gambling. Tolerance is interesting in that people with gambling problems report the need to bet more and more money. To achieve the same high, they need to keep raising those bets to stay interested. And、uh, loss of control is obvious. You know, if you're not able to set a limit and stick to it, if you often gamble until your last dollar is gone, those are all good signs of a gambling problem. And what a parent should do if they think a child might be getting into that once they see the indicators. Yeah, one of the first things you know, you've got to do is to be able to talk to your kids. A lot like drugs and alcohol, there are a number of internet resources that you could access through our site. Which is ncpgambling.org, including a 24-hour confidential helpline, and you know parents need to know to reach out for some specific help. We can take them the rest of the way. They've got to make that first call or that first web visit. Keith White, executive director of the National Council on Problem Gambling, and again, that website is ncpgambling.org. 
Keith, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Oh, thank you, Chris. Take care. Next, a silent killer that hits without warning, crippling or killing millions. The facts you need from a top brain doctor, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 